Welcome to the Freelancing Marketplace Podcast, your freelancing guide to leverage your brand online remotely. And now, here is your host, Grace Luxin. Hi there. Welcome to the Freelancing Marketplace Podcast. My name is Grace Luxin, and I am the CEO and owner of Surge Digital Agency. The Freelancing Marketplace Podcast is a show dedicated to freelancers, marketers, and business owners who desire to leverage their online presence, especially in the remote working world. We're going to be talking today about transitioning to work from home setup, and this is our fifth episode in the Getting Started with Freelancing series. I will be discussing my very own story on how I transitioned to work from home setup and how you too can transition through the two steps that I'd like to share later on. We're going to be discussing some freelancing tip of the week and end today's episode with some key takeaways. So how did I transition from the office setting into the work from home setup? You may have remembered my story in the previous episode that I was the office manager of a BPO company and it was my responsibility to hire and then fire. Okay. And in between, when it comes to really managing people and when it comes to hiring people, matching them with clients, training them and keeping that relationship healthy in order for the whole thing to be beneficial to the stakeholders. So I was working in an office setting and in 2011, we got pregnant to twins and being in a Christian family, it has always been my value to prioritize family. So when I was three months pregnant, we were already transitioning into working from home or getting into the work from home setup in whatever that means or however that may look like, because we want to really prioritize family. We want to see milestones as our kids were growing up. We want to be there as the first would say mom or dad, or, or first open their eyes or start walking or crawling, or all the milestones that our kids are going through in life. We want to be there as it happens, because I'm all for the moments in life. When I communicated I'm going to resign, they did not let me go yet, because I still would need to train 20 more people in order to really have somehow a stock when it comes to a number of possible virtual assistants that they can work while they're finding trainers. So my stay in the company was extended for about two months. And while I was in the company working and training new people, my husband, Coach Jay, was already at home and he remembered that Somebody from one of the people that we interviewed, he just overheard it, mentioned about Odesk. So it's an online platform. This is Upwork now. Before, when we were starting, this was still Odesk. And he kind of ventured into what is this all about. So he was actually the first one that really went into online jobs. He was doing that one for probably a couple of days, couple of weeks. And then he mentioned it to me that, hey, I signed up into Odesk. 
And then afterwards, I think the day after he got a client, it was on real estate investing. He was selling properties like million dollar properties. And his responsibility is adding all of these properties into Craigslist, creating posters, managing social media in promoting these properties because all of these properties are $1 million or more. You know, it was actually called before $1 million living. I don't know if it's still there right now, but that was his first client. You no, know, the showing was actually like driving through this limousine or going into the property through a helicopter. It was grand. So it was really enticing. And then on top of that, it sounded really good to me because he was working in line with the things that he knew because he used to be the accounts manager in real estate virtual assistants, especially focusing on BPOs or broker price opinions. And he's really familiar with Craigslist, even though those are not the things that he did in the company or social media is really new to us. He kind of learned it, you know, went to YouTube, taught himself how to do it and he got this client just the day after and when he was transitioning to the work he was learning at the same time like okay the client would give him this responsibility he would learn you know about it quickly and then afterwards work on it and when we were communicating afterwards I found out that he was actually earning better than what I was earning as an office manager so he was earning 42,000 pesos with that one client because he was earning at least seven or eight dollars per hour and then he was working at least 40 hours per week. So he was earning at least 42,000 pesos. And I, being an office manager in an office setting, I think was earning with the performance appraisals, you know, no leads, with all the stress and all. Though it was really helpful, I learned a lot. With all the stress and all of these responsibilities, I think it was only earning 24,000 Philippine pesos. And not to really discredit the previous company that I was working with because I learned a lot there as well, especially work ethics. But in comparison, you know, when I compared the amount of stress compared to the amount of money that I was earning compared to what he was earning, I felt like I needed to go home-based. I needed to go and work from home. I'm pregnant. I have this really big belly because I was carrying twins. Actually, when I was five months pregnant, they were already asking me, when are you giving birth? When are you due? Because I was really having this big tummy because of carrying twins. So when we decide to transition from home, we didn't really know about online jobs. We were actually considering that Coach Jay, my husband, will go back into is this jockey and video jockey. He was a DJ VJ before he worked, you know, in that company. So that was the game plan that he would basically be the breadwinner and I was going to be the homemaker. We did not have any avenues or thoughts of working online, but he kind of remembered the Odesk and he tried it and that's what happened. I considered working from home after knowing his salary because the pay is bigger and the stress level, the politics and everything in between is actually lesser. So I also created an account. So when we were off of the office, we would go to an internet cafe. Yes, we started in an internet cafe. I had a laptop when I was still single, but Towards the middle part of our first year, that laptop was stolen. Somebody broke into our house, you know, took my laptop and the charger. So we did not have internet at home. We also did not have any computer at home that we can start with. 
So what we did is after my working hours, we would hit the internet cafe and it's where I would go ahead and create the online freelancing accounts because later we knew that there's also online jobs, PH, there's also other platforms that we can also sign up as freelancers. So by then, I think we only had two main freelancing accounts. One in Odesk, now Upwork, and another one in Online Jobs, PH. Online Jobs, that PH, by the way, to everybody who's listening outside of the Philippines is not available to non-Filipinos or to Filipinos living outside the Philippines. So you might want to consider other freelancing sites. We're going to be talking more on what are those in the next episode. So go ahead and continue listening to this Freelancing Marketplace podcast. Going back to our story, I was really working hard in the office setting, training all of these 20 people to be the new virtual assistants that be matched to clients when I leave. And after that one, we would hit the internet cafes. So from 7 a.m. to around 4 or 5 in the afternoon, I would work in the office setting and then we would just go home, change clothes, eat early dinner, and then we would hit the internet cafe and start looking for clients and eventually we were able to get one. I was able to get a real estate investor as well and some social media or a mix of real estate and social media. And then for Coach Jay, he also found other invest in the real estate investing industry or niche. So we started with our experience in the real estate, but not so into REO, not so into the other avenues of real estate, but more into real estate investing. So there was a lot of data entry, research, finding clients or finding investors, posting in Craigslist, social media. And then from then on, our work moved into a wider scope. So with more clients coming in, we also learned social media, SEO, video editing, podcasting, digital marketing, and so on. But it did not happen altogether in that first month. The first month was just really on the real estate investing and some social media, basic social media. And we were doing that. There were even days or nights or probably early morning that we would end up working until 1 a.m. or 12 midnight. So we transitioned into being in the office in the morning, working as virtual assistants in an internet cafe at night, going to midnight, and we would go home and sleep probably for five hours, six hours, and go back again. The same routine for almost two months, probably for around 45 days. We have to adjust not just to the schedule, but also when we're working, it was like chaos everywhere because the headsets were not working when you're talking to your clients or sending updates, the microphones were not working, the cameras are not working, or the loudness because you're working there and all around you are kids or young adults, you know, playing video games or computer games or internet games. So you have to adjust. We really have to adjust not just to the schedule, but also with the surroundings, with the setup, because we did not have the perfect work from home setup right away. We were paid right away after a month. However, we had some issues when it comes to our PayPal account. It would take another 21 days. We're going to be discussing this again, you know, in the next few episodes in this series, Getting Started with Freelancing on the payment method. So you will have an idea and you will have some wisdom on how we can set up your payment information and can be paid right away out of the experience that we had. So our experience was we did not have the money to buy a computer 
and internet at home. So what we did is to really wait for the 21 days to clear. And then when we had the money, that's when we had a computer. Finally, we bought this 16,000 peso personal computer. You know, this was back in 2011. So I don't know how much it will cost right now, but we started with a personal computer. And then we also, I think, spent a thousand pesos in order for internet to be connected at home. There was a telephone. It was also wired. There was no Wi-Fi. So it was a wired internet. That's how we started in our work from home setup. So the transition from the office setting into the work from home setup was really difficult for us. Thinking that in all of the things that I mentioned earlier, I was pregnant. And there were even days that I would ask for snacks because we're there for five hours, six hours, and I'm hungry. I'm like carrying two babies within me. And I would ask Oshay, can I have, you know, some crackers or probably like noodles or anything that would warm me up? And he would say, we don't have a budget even for like a bottled water. We don't have anything extra. You know, what we have when it comes to the budget is just really what we need to pay at the end of the hours that we are spending in an internet cafe. It was still 10 pesos per hour and the nicer ones are around 15 pesos per hour. So we usually would go to the 15 peso per hour because it was more comfortable. So at the end of six hours for both of us, usually we don't really have the budget. So he would have to go back home and get me a tumbler of water, you know, that's cold because I like something cold and then, you know, I would be able to drink, but no snacks for me. So those were some of the things that we went through when it comes to working from home. But right after we were able to finish our setup at home, like having a personal computer, having a wired internet, our clients grew. And within one month, you know, after we moved from home, you know, that's another month, we realized that we were already earning a hundred four or 101,000 pesos combined. So it's not just with one person, but combined. We have to actually rent another laptop and hire another friend of ours. Her name is Riza. So Riza, if you're listening, shout out to you. And by the way, anybody who would like to have some shout outs, feel free to let me know, let us know via our social media or via our email so we can go ahead and greet you guys in this podcast. So with that, after a month, we noticed that the total earnings with just being at home for one month was already 104,000 pesos. After that, that's when we were able to also venture out into other niches like social media, SEO, digital marketing, video editing, assisting different niches like into networking, photography, those that are into coaching and different types of industries in the online freelancing world. And that's where we also learned a lot of what we're teaching right now in Surge Digital Agency, all of our courses, because we experience doing those very tasks under different niches. So these are things that we're also teaching other people. So you too can also earn from home just like we did. So now before I'm going to share with you two steps in transitioning into the work from home setup, let's go and discuss first our freelancing tip of the week. Here is your freelancing tip of the week. For our freelancing tip of the week, it is 
always have at least two clients in freelancing. The number one in freelancing is not a good number. Why? Because if you only have one client and that client will let you go or the contract will end, that project will end, you will have to take time in finding another client. So two is a good number when you are in the freelancing industry. Always have at least two clients and make sure that you're able to manage them. If you don't have enough time, you can go for one client that's full-time and then one client that's part-time or two part-time clients in order for you to be sustainable. Because if one client would let you go or that wouldn't work out or the project will end, at least you have the time to look for another one without compromising your income, without compromising the bills that you're paying, the food that you are placing on your table as a family, because you still have that one client. So for a freelancing tip of the week, always have two clients in freelancing. Now, here are two wisdom that I'd like you to consider when you are thinking of transitioning to the work from home setup as a virtual assistant or a freelancer. Number one is if you have savings, like you can be sustained when it comes to your income and payments and bills, insurances and everything for probably the next three months, I would highly recommend that you jump right into it. Go ahead and resign Enroll in an online course, optimize your online application setup, send proposals, build your portfolio, and within that one month, you may or may have potential clients because you learn the course, you are able to build your portfolio, and you are able to really optimize your online freelancing setup. So when we're talking about online freelancing setup, these are your freelancing online platforms, you know, the accounts that you have there may be in Upwork or online jobs. When we're talking about online setup as well, you know, this involves your interview questions, your resume, your application letter, your portfolio, and you're sending out proposals, not application letter, okay? Proposals. Proposals mean that you are solving a problem. When you are seeing that job description in the client's job post, you send out a proposal on how you can go ahead and help the company. So if you have the savings, you have enough money, probably your mom has the money if you're a student or your spouse has the money if you're married. A lot actually of our students would have some financier, quote unquote financier. In the Filipino setup, it's utang. It's actually debt. So they would Ask somebody to help them financially when it comes to enrollment, when it comes to their setup, like computer, internet. And then eventually when they will have clients, they will pay those people or that person with the money that was lended to them. That's something that you can consider as well. But if you don't want that one, make sure that when you are transitioning into the work from home setup, you have enough money to sustain you while you're setting up you have enough finances to ensure that you're eating and your bills are being paid, you are taken care of with the very needs that you and your family have. So that's one thing. If you have the savings, jump right into it. Or if you have the money, jump right into it. Another one is if you don't have the savings, if you don't have the money, transition into it. Don't jump right away because you would end up asking money somewhere else. 
because you are not hired yet. There's nothing yet when it comes to paying your bills and putting food on the table. So you need to be willing to work extra hours or work extra hard. So just like what I gave you as an example from my personal story, I was willing to even work after my office setting. And I was even three months pregnant with twins. So after working in an office setting, me and my husband would go and hit the internet cafe and work there for more than a month. So be willing to do the extra work. Be willing to be stretched. Be willing to really go out of your comfort zone. It's not going to be easy for you because you might be in that office setting and you're already starting your training probably with the Surge Digital Agency through our freelancing course or already building your portfolio. You already have your online application set up. You're already starting to send proposals, just like what we explained in the situation number one. But in doing this one, it's not going to be overnight. It might take you longer than the first route. But you need to have that mindset focus that, okay, I'm here and I'm going to make this work. Okay, so go ahead and still continue with that job. And then, but don't also be lazy or having that excuses that you're already tired or it's not really for you or something like that, that you will remain in that job when you plan to transition into the work from home. But if you'd like the job, no problem. There's no comparing or patronizing here. This is only for those who are wanting or desiring to transition from the corporate work, from the office setting into the work from home as a freelancer or a virtual assistant. So go ahead and have that mindset as early as now. You need to be working extra hard. You will be strong. Stretched. You probably need to work part-time or project-based because you can work full-time because you're already working full-time in that office setting. And you might need to start with just project-based that you can work anytime. Probably when you're already at home, you still have the two hours or three hours extra so you can work you know, part-time or project-based. And when you have enough savings, then that's the time that you can resign. When you are already receiving money from the freelancing world and it's already enough to sustain you monthly, oftentimes it's even bigger, then that's the time that you go ahead and resign and fully transition into the work from home setup. This is it. I hope that this has empowered you as a freelancer, marketer, or business owner. Our discussion was all about transitioning to work from home setup. We were able to discuss my personal journey in transitioning into the work from home setup and the two avenues that you can consider in your own transition to the work from home as well. My key takeaways for today's discussion is have the courage to define the life you want to live. When it comes to really desiring the life that we want to pursue in our lives, it's not going to be doctored or influenced or it's not going to be manipulated by anyone else. The circumstances around us, no. The people around us, no. Who defines it? Us. It's going to be you and I, our personal choices, our personal decisions. And when we're doing this one, when we finally would say, okay, I want to be free. I want to have time freedom. I want to have financial freedom. I want to work from home. I want to be there when milestones are happening for my family. I don't want to be an absent parent. I would want to be a kid that is just aimless, you know, with my future. I have to upskill. I want to be able to work from home. I want to really explore the life and I can do this through freelancing. 
Who decides that? It's not going to be the circumstances around you. Your success will not be defined by the circumstances around you. It's not going to be defined by the people rooting for you or against you. It's not going to be defined by sickness or disease or lack or poverty or whatever it may be. You are the defining factor when it comes to the life that you'd like to really spell out for your life and for the people that you love. So key takeaways, take courage. Just step into it. And it may be hard, just continue doing it. Stay consistent. You know, when you're learning a course, take courage. When you're building your portfolio, take courage. When you're optimizing your online application setup, take courage. When you're sending proposals, take courage. When you are facing difficulties, take courage. When nobody around you understands what you're doing, take courage. When everybody around you are like negative about what you're doing, take courage because you get to define the life you want to live. I would like to thank you again for listening to the Freelancing Marketplace podcast. I hope that this has been a blessing in your freelancing journey as a freelancer, marketer, or business owner. Get connected with us. We are on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Go and search us out as Surge Digital Agency. You can reach out to me via grace at surgedigital.agency and our website when you want to hire virtual assistants who are trained, experienced, and have been screened to deliver value right on day one go ahead and check out Surge Digital, that agency, and sign up as an employer today. Feel free to join me in our next episode. We're going to be discussing what is the difference in the pros and cons when it comes to getting into free or paid freelancing courses. This will be the sixth episode in our Getting Started with Freelancing series. That would be all for today. Thank you very much for listening. Have a great day. The Freelancing Marketplace Podcast is a production of Surge Digital Agency.